shut it. You make it away in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Father, we return all the glory to you. We say receive all our thanks today in the name of Jesus. That we are counted to be among the living today is a privilege. Father, we will not take these privileges for granted. We have come to say, Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. My Lord and my God, counting me worthy of a vessel to stand on this altar. It's also a privilege. Father, we say thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. The Bible says in the book of John 6, 63, it said it is the spirit that quickeneth. It said the flesh profited nothing. It said the word that I speak unto you, their spirit and their life. I pray as your word comforts this morning, let it be spirit and life unto us in the name of Jesus. Every stony heart, let them become a heart of flesh in Jesus' name. Every sorrow that entered into this place, they will not go back without sorrow, failure, or disappointment. But they will go back radiating in the joy of the Lord. And so shall it be. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Let's have our seats. I want to say a big thank you to the Almighty God for this wonderful privilege. And a wonderful thank you to our daddy and mommy in the house for granting me the opportunity to stand on this altar. And I pray that in the name that is above every other name, the almighty God will increase his oil of anointing over the earth of our parents even in this sanctuary in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I want us to open our Bible to the book of Romans chapter 14 verse 17 to 18 as i remind us again that the theme for this month in the redeemed christian church of god destiny sanctuary is joy comet and when you talk about joy comet we shall get there open your bible to romans 14 first romans 14 chapter 17 to 18 and I read for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost for he that in these things serveth Christ is acceptable to God and approved of men and when we talk about joy comets, it's like talking about the king comets 
the king has arrived. He's not talking about expectation. He's talking about something that is certain. It's a certainty. If you don't believe before, I want you to believe that your joy has come. And your joy has come in the name of Jesus. When you say joy comments, it implies this is your season of joy. It means sorrow, failure, disappointment has ended in your lives. And that your joy has come. And it shall be permanent in Jesus' name. Now I need to emphasize this. This month has been set aside by the church authority as a month to address the needs of families. And we know there is no family that is not facing one challenges or the other. Varies from one home, from one family to the other. So the whole of the month of November, we are dealing with family issues. Looking at how God is going to turn sorrows in families to joy. And today has been set aside for some wonderful people in the house. And these people are the youths and the teenagers in the house. Let me hear them shout hallelujah. Ah, you shouted like the elders. You did not shout like a youth. Teenagers, are you in the house? Teenagers, are you there? Let me hear you shout a resounding hallelujah. And now youth in the house, shout a resounding hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because I am a youth. And the thing we want to talk about today it's also relevant to us as parents because we have these two categories of people as children. And I pray today that all the challenges that have seemingly confronted us, God will address them today in the name of Jesus. You came with a heavy heart. You will return with joy in the name of Jesus. Now we are going back to that text. That Romans 14, 17. He said, the kingdom of God is not about meat and drink. It's not about partying. It's not about um, pleasure. It's not about, yes, in the kingdom of God there are pleasures. But pleasures differ from pleasures. He's talking about two different things when you look at the passage. He said it's about righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That means that passage is telling us, there's a difference between two things there. It's differentiating two things. It's distinguishing two things. The carnal lifestyle and the spiritual lifestyle. Praise the Lord. The carnal lifestyle and the spiritual lifestyle. And when you look at, we want to look critically at some futures that are common to the teenagers and the youth. I'm not going to treat them separately. Why? Because characters that were developed as a teenager, some addictions, some things that changed in our lives as from being a child to a teenager and turned our lives around, some of those things, we carry them on till we become youths, till we become advanced in age, till we become sometimes we don't even see how we can drop some of these things. Some of us still carry them into our marriages. But it starts from somewhere. It starts 
sometimes from childhood age or teenage age before it advances to youthful age. But they have so much similarities in those things that are peculiar to them. And we want to quickly talk about them. We are still going to get to where we are going. Some features peculiar to both teenagers and the youth. Number one, pleasure-seeking. Please, as this thing is going on, the message is going on, we are going to encourage question and answer at the end of it. We are going to have marathon prayers. That's why today is a single service. And there's going to be anointing service by the grace of God, by our Father in the Lord. Praise the Lord. Number one thing that is common future to both the teenagers and the youth is pleasure-seeking. And that was what the Bible was talking about in the book of Romans chapter 14. Talking about the kingdom of God is not about meat and drink. You know normally we eat. We can call meat food. We know, you know normally we drink. You can call water drink, but that is not what the Bible is talking about. It is common to youth to have pleasure. They, they are pleasure seekers. They are pleasure seekers. Teenagers, youth, they are, they are, it's, it's on the increase. Pleasure seekers. You will realize that as we are advancing in age, you get married. You are 10 years, 20 years in marriage. And your children are already getting as tall as yourself. Your body will begin to calm down. You begin to re reduce some recklessness. Some of the things you were doing as a teenager, you carried into a youthful age and sometimes carried into your marriage. But for the youth, pleasure seekers. And that is why you see we have more increase in the number of lounges that is being created all over Lagos than the number of church churches that have been planted because they have a high number of people that patronize them and who are the people 90% are youths and teenagers praise the Lord another thing that is peculiar to teenagers and the youth approval addiction the need to please others we call it peer pressure my friend is doing this, I have to do it. Acceptance syndrome. Let's open our Bible to the book of Proverbs. Acceptance syndrome. Ah, they are doing it. If I don't do it, I will be off key. I will not be a part of them. That is, you are not what you want to do, but you just want to do it because some people are doing it. Praise the Lord. Let's see what the Bible says in the book of Proverbs, chapter 1, verse 7. And I read, please come and help me redirect this fan. It's, it's covering my, it's making my notes to. Thank you very much. From verse 7 to 15, I'll quickly read. And please, if you are a youth in the house, I want you to concentrate. This is not the time to play with your phone. One day, a message was going on. I was coming from the toilet up. I saw a teenager there. While the message was ongoing, I sat with her. I was not on the altar that day. She was eating puff puff, at the same time playing with her phone. It was first service. And I made them to finish the service, and I asked her, please, can you share with me the message for today? She was just looking at me. 
that is not why you have come to church. So I want you to concentrate because this will turn your life around for good and your joy will overflow in the name of Jesus. Proverbs 1, 7 to 15, I quickly read. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. My son, hear the instruction of your father and forsake not the law of thy mother, for there shall be an ornament of grace unto thy head and chain about thy neck. My son, that is where I am going. Approval addiction. If sinners entice thee, consent thou not. If they say, come with us, let us lay wait for blood. Let us lock privately for the innocent without cause. Let us swallow them up alive as the grave. And oh, as those that go down into the pit, we shall find all precious substance. Like Yahoo plus, Yahoo Yahoo. We shall fill our houses with spoil. Casting thy lot among us. Let us have one pause. Verse 15 says, My son, walk thou in the way, walk not thou in the way with them. Refrain thy foot from their path. I know what I'm talking about. By the grace of God, when our daddy was addressing us during workers' meeting this morning, I was smiling. Because I don't know how far that day has gone for him to have shared that with us. But I was a very bad girl too. I started drinking as a teenager. And I did not learn drinking from my father and my mother because my parents are strong CAC members. No earring, no chain. You can't enter our church with an earring. You know, don't know anybody, but the church is still there. You will either remove your earring and enter, or you go back home with your earring. Ushers will not allow you to enter. My mother was a children's teacher, but all those ones no reach me. I had bad friends. I started with drinking stout, mixing it with Coca-Cola. And later I graduated to drinking stout without Coca-Cola. I started from small bottle, I graduated to Odeku. Benny, when I'm coming home, my mother doesn't smell. If you put a dead body beside my mother, she cannot smell. But my father has a very strong uh, nose for odor. I will go and buy peppermint. I will buy chingum. I will buy all the Bibles. And when I get home and I want to talk to my father, I will give him distance so that he will not know what is, is coming out from my mouth. Peer pressure. Approval addiction. I was not born like that. I was not raised like that. But I had bad friends. And I don't want to be out of place. And that is the problem of a lot of teenagers and youths. God will deliver you today in the name of Jesus. What about drug addiction? Drug addiction. Drugs, we have more drugs now than we had in those days. In those days, the common one we hear is Indian herb, cocaine, heroin. But today, if you list it, it's endless. You just see guys carrying bottles on the road. You think it's bottle of Sprite. It is drug mixed in that bottle. We know all these things. It is so, another thing that is so peculiar to the youth and the teenagers, social media addiction. Social media has its own advantage, but the negative use of social media has exposed a lot of youth to so many crimes 
cyber crimes, Yahoo, Yahoo, you never saw in a place you want to reap. You did not plant, you want to harvest. And some advanced to Yahoo Plus, using girlfriend for ritual, using girlfriend or using mother, using they existed in those days. But it is now on an uh, internet and uh, technology uh, increase. Idea is needed. Maybe my English is not straight. When you go to mechanic now, my mechanic complained to me. They don't see apprentice again. Hairdressers don't see apprentice again. Bricklayers don't see. Nobody wants to struggle. Everybody wants to be on the first lane. Microwave generation. I don't want to study, but I want to be rich. You are in the university. My children told me when they were in the university. Some children, you cannot follow them to their parents' house. It's room and parlor they are staying at home, but the guys are using expensive cars in school because they have joined Yahoo Plus. Yahoo, Yahoo. They have become ritualists. And that is why the rate of death of the young is on the increase. Because what you are supposed to acquire for 70 years, 80 years, oh, the jail, what do, what do you just you swallow everything once. There is no how death will not come. High level of sexual immorality, very common with the teenagers and the youth. It's common among the married too, but like I told you, they graduate from teenager to youth. When they now marry, they are not yet delivered. They now go on a higher level. You see, pornography, I heard the story of a teenager. Teenagers, are you hearing me? The story of a teenager some years ago, it was very pathetic. He came from a very good, solid Christian family. And because it was in secondary school, I learned the secondary school was around Agege here. And he used to follow his friend to go and watch porn, pornography. And he became mentally affected. And when those ones are going to adult houses to practice what they have watched, he too will take little money from his parents and follow them. He was sleeping with adult as a teenager. And he caught HIV AIDS. I'm talking of, this story is, should be more than 20 years ago. He caught HIV AIDS. It was at his point of death that he confessed to the lifestyle that he lived that led him to that situation. The Bible said there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end is what? Destruction. I tell you, youth, pleasure is sweet. Especially worldly pleasure. It's sweet, oh, but it is a sin. And a sin is what? A sin. Like I told you, it was God that saved me. I'm not supposed to be on the altar preaching. Some of my friends will say, but say, oh, my daddy, the pastor, no money here. And it will go along. It's the grace of God. And that is why when I see any youth, no matter how reckless you may be, I cannot condemn you. Because I know if God can save me, God will save you. And God will save somebody here today in the name of Jesus. You know what I did when I got to our institution? There was no GSM phone. It was only the wealthy that had phone in Nigeria. I went to Asaba to do my OND. My father and my mother could not follow me. There was no phone to monitor me. When I got, it was a Bender State College of Agriculture. Now Delta State University, Anwa in Asaba. When I got to school, the daughter of a dickiness, the daughter of a children teacher, you know what I joined? I joined the care guides. I joined Pan Wine Drinkers Club. I was a Songito. 
We will convert all church song. We will convert it to Egbelemu uh, song. And when the bus is traveling, 12 midnight, we will leave campus. We will be singing in the bus. We will be beating the bus. We may leave ourselves and be going to Uniport. We want to go and gyrate. I joined reggae movement of Nigeria. Thank God for a praying mother. My mother, till today, she will be 80 in December. She is a praying mother. A mother that has sold herself to prayers. And I believe it's the prayer of my mother that saved me. Because for what I did, I was not supposed to be saved. And that is why we must be very careful. High level of sexual immorality, bestiality, homosexuality, sexting, even rape, everything is on the increase. Excessive desperation to get rich, get rich quick syndrome. I've talked about it. Lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God. Why are many youths not in the church today? Because they were at the club yesterday night and they had it really, really good and they had hangover this morning. No, the church of God is the secondary. That club is the primary. Seekers of pleasure, preferring the things of the world than the things of God. These are things that are common to the youth. And we see this in the book of 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 4, where the Bible is talking about the signs of the end time. Talks about at that time, you will see people will be more lovers of pleasure than being lovers of God. And now, when I have talked about these things that are peculiar to the youth and the teenagers, what does it bring after you have done all this? But when I did my own, it brought nothing good to me. By the time you drink in the night, because of it, maybe you had carryover in school. Instead of you to face your book, it is stout. You know, we will now use to paronure for having a carryover in your course. By the time I wake up the following morning, I will come to the reality of my carryover is still there, unattended to. So the, the thing that all these things give back to is what? Consequences are one, disappointments. That is why the lives of many youths are very miserable. Failures. Sorrows. You just be saying, I've been going to church. I don't know where my life has been. What has been your life? Who are you? Nobody may know you, but God knows you. Let me tell you what happened the day I gave my life to Christ. No pastor preached to me, oh. No pastor. I've been going to CAC. You know in CAC, we are even more into prayers than into lengthy messages. It was 31st of December 1986. I have just finished my OND. And I came. I was already working before I went to school. I was already working with federal government before I went to school. And then my parents normally in CAC, we go together for watch night service. But my friends were waiting for me because there's a club in Akwata, they call it Bembo Games Village. We had a party there. I cannot tell my father and my mother I was going to go to party. But I already put my party clothes in my bag. So that when we enter the church, the church will be so crowded, there will be people inside, people outside. As soon as we entered, I said, okay, I want spiritual, I want to I carried my bag. I went to meet my friends. We went to Bembo Games Village. When it was quarter to 12 midnight, oh, mama, what mikirini? Happy New Year. I quickly carried my bag. I changed to church clothes, looked like CAC. 
and I came. I could not enter the church again because the church was filled up. People, all these area boys, come and do knock out, smoke, but they were outside. I could not enter my church. I hung among the area boys outside. And then, I had, I was not drunk, but I have taken some level of alcohol. I had a voice spoke to me. Nobody preached to me. Who are you deceiving? Whose life is this? Your life or your parents' life? For how long will you continue like this? I will tell you, I obtained mercy from God. Somebody once told me, how can you say you have taken, done all those things and God still spoke to you? God can talk to anybody. God found Rechab, the Alot, and he saved her. God saved Ruth of Boaz from an idolatrous family and he saved her. The mercy of God found me. And I saw myself dropping tears on my eyes. Nobody preached to me. And I said, God, this is 1986. If you give me my husband by 1987, that was the condition I gave to God. Alone there where I was standing. I said, I will not do all this rubbish again. And before the end of 1987, I met my husband. 1988, we got married. I tell you, there is no life God cannot turn around. So as we move on, I was on consequences. We now want to look at what are the common causes? What are the things the life of a youth or a teenager to be this miserable? What are the things that makes an inroad into the life of these children of God? Number one, we see it in the book of Romans chapter 1 verse 28. The lack of the presence of God in the life of a man will open your life to different jams spiritual germs and diseases. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Romans chapter 1 verse 28 and I read from here. Sorry please. He says and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. A lot of teenagers and youth are doing those things that are not convenient. They don't like their life the way it is. They don't like what they are doing. They don't like the state of their life. They don't know what to do about it. But it is like that because you refuse to retain the knowledge of God in your heart. That is what the Bible says. He said because they refuse to retain the knowledge of God in their heart, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things that are not convenient for them. Another cause why all these things happen and manifest in the life of youth and teenagers is because they do not have God in their knowledge. There is no fear of God. It takes somebody that has the fear of God to be able to say you have God in your life. When you don't know God, you cannot fear him. Youths are recklessly living their lives because they believe God is far up there. He's doing his own kingdom. Let me do my kingdom here on earth. But when you have God, the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 1 verse 7, it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of what? 
wisdom. Another reason why the teenagers and the youths behave many times, not at all times, the way they do, faulty foundation. The Bible says if the foundation is faulty, what can the righteous do? Some teenagers really want to serve God. They really want to love God. But they are not in the right environment. Let's open to Deuteronomy chapter 6. I'm running really fast. Deuteronomy chapter 6. Verse 4 to 8. Deuteronomy chapter 6. Verse 4 to 8. And I read. This is an instruction from God. He said, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with thy heart, and with thy soul, and with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in your heart. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto your own children. That is where I'm going. And shall talk of them when thou sittest in thy house, when thou walkest by the way, when thou liest down, when thou risest up, and thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thy hand, and they shall be as frontless between thy eyes. A lot of youths are misbehaving and teenagers because of faulty foundation. Parents, what are we teaching our children? The word of God, yes, you have family altar. You teach them the word. You pray with them. Yet, you are a bad influence on these children. A lot of families, married families, their children watch them as they abuse themselves. And yet, you say you are born again family. You are teaching them the word of God. You are praying with them. Their children watch them as they fight themselves in their presence. I watched something on the internet. I know a lot of you watched a young girl that used to watch the parents beating themselves. And she's always downcast. She's always troubled. And one day, she carried one bottle on one hand. I think maybe knife on the second hand. And gave it to the two of them. Oh, yeah, kill yourself. Chebi, you want to kill yourself? Oh, yeah, kill yourself. And the two of them were like, this small girl giving us bottle and knife that we should keep. Then they just realized they have messed up. A lot of children lived in atmosphere of hatred, bitterness, resentment. When they are at home, they are always anxious and fearful. Why would they not stray out into the hand of friends that will lure them into sin? There is no peace at home. There is no joy at home. I experienced the same. My mother very strong, but my father liked women a lot. And I watched my father many times beat my mother. And coming home to me, I prefer to stay more time outside with my friends than to come home to stay with my parents. And I think that was one of the reasons why I got attracted more to outside than to inside the house. Parents, are you a role model? Are you just those who walk, who preach the word of God with the mouth and your heart is far from God? Do you preach one thing and leave the other thing? The generation we are in, during our own time, 
our father will tell us, this is white. If my father tell me this white is black, I cannot look straight into my father's eyes and say it is white. But this generation, ask a five-year-old child, this is white and you call it black. He will say, Daddy, are you blind? Can't you see this is white? We are not in a generation where you can cajole children. We are not in a generation where you can call blue black. You must live. I used to know an elder in those days. In one of our churches, he's late now. He had three boys, very successful children. He was a chain smoker. And he did not know that his children were watching him. And one day, he saw one of his sons smoked. And he scolded the child, are you mad? Are you okay? Smoking in my house? And the boy looked straight into his eyes. I said, Dad, is anything wrong in smoking? I see you smoke and I feel it's right and that's why I'm smoking. He said that was the last day he smoked. He stopped smoking. These children that we are raising, spending fortune on them, sending them to expensive school, we are still using our character. We are using one hand to build. We are using our legs to scatter. Directly or indirectly. What I hated most in my life when I was young was seeing my mother shed tears. Each time my mother wept, it, 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 it put arrows in my heart. I looked at my father one day. I happened to be the first child and my father loved me so much. I said, Daddy, I will not take it from any husband. If, you, if, I, were to be, if, I, if I were to be your wife, I would deal mercilessly with you. My father said, you are very fortunate, and I'm very fortunate I'm not your husband. When you marry your husband, deal mercilessly with him. But children are watching. They are watching. I have another example of a friend of mine. We enter Redeemed Christian Church of God, the same day. When they called for first-timers, myself and herself came out among others, and we became friends since then. Her husband used to be very wealthy. Her husband in those days, when Mobile writes anything inside paper, full page of paper, is the name of this my friend's husband that we signed. He was the legal advisor for Mobile. But he was very reckless. Always in the casino. Coming in the night. If the wife asks her for asking for 10,000, he will tell the wife to come to Ikoji or whichever mobile, I don't know where mobile headquarters is, to come and collect. But from casino, he will be so drunk that my friend can get extra 100,000 in his pocket, leftover money used. And my friend will take that money. He will not know somebody took anything. And the son hated him passionately. That son is the same age with my age group with my first child. Hated the father passionately. But I tell you one thing, subconsciously, that son became a worse version of the father. The father is late now. Subconsciously, he became a worse version. Of, and that's the only child they have. Parents, a lot of parents will go to fire because of their children, God forbid you. And that will not be your portion in Jesus' name. And so, I've talked about that. We are raising violent generation in an abusive, an abusive generation because they are unfortunate to live with parents who will not be a good role model. And now let me talk about this parent's attitude, the effect it has on the youth. Number one, youths are not getting afraid to get married. I have discussed with a lot of youths of marriageable age with good salaries. 
The females are now prioritizing their career over marriage. They want to, after BSc, they want to do masters. After masters, they want to do PhD. I want to become the MD of a company before I even think about husband. Why? Because their mother was a BSc holder, married their father. The father said, You cannot work with your certificate. I will open a shop for you at the front of the house. You'll be selling biscuits and mineral. The woman sacrificed her certificate. And after some time, the woman became a market woman, a graduate, became a market woman. Nothing good written about her life. And the man later went and married another wife. I'm just telling you the scenario of what has affected a lot of these children. Now the females don't want to marry. Some of them are even opting out to become baby mamas because they don't see anything good in the marriages they have seen around them. No commitment in marriage. If it works, fine. If it doesn't work, I quit. They are on the defensive. We have guys that have money that are very okay, but because of their personal childhood experience as well, they are not willing to get married. But I have a good news for you today. Say good news. Say good news. Say good news. Psalm 30 verse 5 says, Sorrow may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. For all the things I've highlighted, they are your past. And in the name of Jesus, they will remain your past. Because your joy starts from today. Hallelujah! Your joy has come. Failure has ended in your life. Disappointment has ended in your life. Sorrow has ended in your life. And then who is the source of joy? Jesus. He said in the book of Matthew eleven twenty-eight. 28, he said, come unto me. All ye that labor and are heavy laden, I will give rest to your soul. I will give peace to your soul. And when you have all that, what do you have? You have joy. How do I get this joy? Accepting fully, not partially, into your lives. That is the first step. You must accept the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not a matter of coming to church. It's not a matter of no, it's a matter of personal encounter. I told you when I gave my life to Christ, it was not the pastor that preached to me. I just got fed up with everything. God opened my eyes to see how dirty and how naked I have been. I told my mommy a few years ago, I said, Mommy, Sherry Bossy or Monita and Woy, if you know what I did that you did not know, you will faint severally and you will wake up. But God saved me. Secondly, for you to experience this joy unending, you must forsake all your evil ways. Can we say, let's see the book of Romans chapter 6 verse 1. 1 and 2. Romans 6, 1 and 2. Shall we? Somebody should help me. My, okay. Shall we say then? What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer daring? 
If truly you have given your life to Christ, there will be something in you that when you want to put your hand in sin, something will tell you no. You have gotten to the limit. You cannot exceed that limit because you are now for God. Forsake all your evil ways. Number three, dismantle every dysfunctional relationship and let God build you a joyful, lasting relationship. A lot of youths are in dysfunctional relationship. I once met a youth who is living alone, a female almost 30 years, and cohabiting with a guy who has not married her, and this guy was always beating her. He will beat her and beat her. Neighbors will come to separate them and he will beg and then he will beat her again. And I now asked her, I said, do you have parents at all? You are in a dysfunctional relationship. You are not yet married. The man is beating you like this. She now showed me her picture when they have not started dating. And she now sees, look at the way I look, ma. God did not fear you are the one that fear has he paid dowry on you? Have you married him? And he says, it's my mother. My mother feels I'm advanced in age. Each time I say I want to leave him, my mother will say that I'm share. Is that not a dysfunctional relationship? If somebody is beating you that bad when you are not yet married, you can imagine what will happen after marriage. Dismantle every dysfunctional relationship. Relationship that you had intimacy with somebody for three, four years. No commitment. He's not telling you I want to marry you. He's not telling you when are we going to go to the altar. He's just using you. He will abuse you. He will sleep with you. He will mess you up. Some ladies even know as many as four girlfriends of their boyfriend. But he will say, it's me he wants to marry. Those ones are just girlfriends. It's me he wants to marry. That's a dysfunctional relationship. You must dismantle every and teenagers relationship that will not make anybody that will do anything contrary to God. When my son was going to the university, I was afraid of him being introduced into the court, uh, court group because that's the only son God gave to us. And I told him, when you get to school, within the first one or two, we join the fellowship. If you don't see RCF, you join anyone. And that was exactly what he did. All of his major friends in this country they are all friends that they were in the fellowship. It was even an executive. They started from the fellowship. When they know that you are now joined fellowship, the court people will not put eyes on you. They will put eyes on some other people. So teenagers, dismantle every dysfunctional relationship. And number four is prayers. We are talking about how do I get this joy, which is the last point. Pray without ceasing. First, um, the book of John. Open the book of John. That's the last Bible passage we are taking. The book of John chapter 16. That's the last Bible passage we are taking. John 16, verse uh, 24. John 16, 24. And I read, Either though have ye asked nothing in my name, ask and ye shall receive, that your joy may be what? May be full. 
A lot of youths, they don't know how to pray. Even those who claim to be born again. You must ask and continue to ask and continue to ask until your joy is what? It overflows. And as we get to this level now, we are going to pray. But before we pray, I want us to rise on our feet. I want you to think about all this. How has your life been? And I have made you too small in my eyes. Oh, Lord, forgive me. And I have believed in a lie that you are unable to help me. But now, oh Lord, I see my wrong. Oh Lord, heal my heart and show yourself strong. And in my heart, and in my soul, oh Lord, in my heart, oh Lord, oh Lord, in my heart, in my heart. about because we are really going to pray and for God to answer those prayers you must take the right step I told you 1986 I surrendered my life to Christ 31st of December and since then my life has never been the same again you are here you want today to be a day of decision for your life the moment of decision the Bible says choose it this day which path you want to be? The path of death or the path of life? Jesus Christ is the path of life. He is the way, the truth, and the life. You want to surrender your life to Christ this morning? You don't need to look at anybody. Because it's about your life. It is your life. It's not your parents' life. It's not your brother's life. about your life. Let me see your hand up as I pray with you. The Lord God that delivered me from all my reckless past. That God can deliver you today. Or oh, you have given your life before to Christ. You backslided. And then you want to have a new beginning with him. 
for your joy to overflow. Can I see those hands up? You want to be a day that you want to start a new beginning. God bless you, my brother. God bless you, my brother. Any other person? You want God to write today's date down as a day of new beginning. New beginning with God. Maybe you backslided, you want to be restored. My brother, please, can you take a step of faith to the front? God bless you. Any other person there? You want to surrender your life to Jesus. You want to give your life to Christ. You have been living recklessly. You want to have a new beginning. You want God to do a new thing for you. Do I have anybody there again in the house? Any other person? Delay is dangerous. What if when I was doing kegite about my vehicle had accident and I died? I would have landed in air fire. When I was doing reggae movement of Nigeria, we put band in our hand. Use the cap of reggae. Use the band of reggae. Use the necklace of reggae. I was so passionate about reggae. I would have died and I would have gone to air fire. But God saved me. The mercy of God is available for somebody today. Any other person in the house? Any other person in the house? God bless you. My brother, it is God you have honored today. And that God will honor you. Everything that represents death in your life, every disappointment and stagnation, every failure that has followed you this far, because of this decision you have made, your, child, your life will begin to experience joy overflow. In the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, we thank you. Amen. God really loves us here today. Some of us are right there. We actually want to give our lives to Christ. But we are struggling. We are struggling. This is a word. I know it was inspired by God. This is from our daddy. This is not from me. Daddy wants to lay hand on you. Daddy wants to help you. God bless you, my sister. Daddy wants to lay hand on you. He said I should cause such people to come out. You are struggling. You are struggling. You want to do it. You've not been able to do it. Just take a step of faith and come out. Daddy wants to lay hand on you so that you can have total deliverance. You are into addiction. You are into addiction. You want to come out. You don't know how to come out. You are into things that you do not like. You hate yourself for doing them. After you have done it, you regret. Step out. Step out. Daddy wants to pray with you. Any other person like that? Anybody like that? God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Do we have any other person? Take a step of faith. Take a step of faith. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you all. Your life will not remain the same again. In the name of Jesus. Your life will not remain the same again. for daddy now. Lord, 
when I was speaking to the workers, I told them how I loved to be a good Christian when I was in the secondary school. I used to make effort to go to church. I would leave all my friends in school and I would go to church, a particular church in Suliri, Karimu, uh, Karimu Street in Suliri. But when I would get back to the school, I found myself doing something crazy again because I had too many influences as it were. And so what I'm saying now is this. Many of us, we want to live right, but we have difficulty living right. We are struggling. Today we are up, tomorrow we are down. Such people are amongst us today. We want to pray for you. And so you are there, you want to live right, but it is difficult for you to live right. We want to join our faith with your faith. We want to pray for you. Paul himself said, he said, the good that I want to do, I found myself not doing. He said, the evil that I don't want to do, I found myself doing. And he cried out, he said, who will deliver us from this body of death? You are there, you are struggling. Come and let us join our faith with yours. And so that the Lord himself will give you power to live for him. Can you begin to come right now? There are more people in there that should come and join these ones in front. Are you there? Start coming right now. You want to do good, but you found yourself not doing good. You, you discover that the bad that you don't want to do, those are the things that you find yourself doing. You want to do good, you are having difficulty doing good. The bad that you don't want to do, those are the things that you are doing. Come right now. Come right now. Many years back, many years back, I served in a church, and after preaching, a young lady came back to me. She was in the polytechnic that time. She found that she would say she would not listen to one bad man that was messing with her life. And meanwhile, after some time, the man would just arrange and go and carry her in her school again. There are people like that. You are in some bad relationship. You know that those relationships are not good. Unfortunately, uh, you have difficulty tearing yourself away from it. There are people here, you found that you are doing some things that are not right. And you have difficulty tearing yourself away from those things. Come right now. And uh, we want to pray with you. Praise the name of the Lord.
the young people that are in the church today. Okay? And this one's uh, really for that special anointing. Okay, so I will just pray for you right now. But you will not leave this place. By the time we all finish praying, you will be among the people that we're going to anoint first. Is that okay? And so I will just pray generally for you. Then we're going to anoint you with oil. And I will tell you the reason why we're going to anoint you with oil later. Is that okay? Okay, so can you close your eyes? And if you don't mind, you can lift up your two hands. When you lift up your two hands, you are saying, Jesus, I am tired. I'm surrendering unto you today. I am tired. I am surrendering unto you today. I quit struggling in my strength. That's what you are saying. And I need your help. That's what you are doing this, this morning. Lift up your two hands. And as I pray for you. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, these are your children. They have stepped forward, O oh Lord. And to say to you, Lord, that they need you in their lives. They are coming unto you at this time because they, they have seen reasons why they should not continue to go in the direction that they have been going. And Father, Lord, today they are making a U-turn and they are coming unto you. Lord, I'm asking, oh Lord, that you please kindly accept them unto yourself in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh Lord, my God, I am asking, Lord, that you will please accept them unto yourself in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, anything that they have done in the time past that is not right, please, Lord, I ask that you will consign those things to the past in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Please kindly forgive them, O Lord, of those things, O Lord, that they have done wrong in the time past in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, I'm asking Jehovah, Lord, that you will please open a new chapter for them in their lives in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In this new chapter, we ask, O oh Lord, that righteousness will be established in it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Righteousness shall be established in it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, I'm asking this morning, Lord, that you will give this, your children, a new heart in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, Lord, I ask, O oh Lord, that you will please establish them in your kingdom today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, precious Father. Glory be to your holy name, for we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise God. My friends, you may rise to your feet. Mommy will lead us in some prayers. Make sure you pray the prayers very well. Then all your other friends will come forward and we're going to anoint them. Now, if there's somebody here that is feeling really bad, now that is a very good sign. The Bible says, Godly sorrow leads to repentance that cannot be repented of. That is godly sorrow. I congratulate you. If you are here and you are feeling very, very bad, I congratulate you. It's a good thing. Mommy, continue. God bless you, ma'am. We are now going to pray. We just want to thank God for the, four, the first prayer. But just say, Father, I thank you because I'm here today. Thank God that you are here today because he said to do a new thing in your life and in your lives. And parents, you should pray this prayer. When we are praying for the youth, it's not only for the youth in this church. In all the places where we have our children, like I told you, my mother's prayer helped me and is still helping me. I know if I'm not praying in a whole day, I have a mother that is never keeping quiet. You can't sleep with ears covered beside my mother. Her mouth is always moving, even in the middle of the night. 
So this is for, the prayer is for every one of us. Say, Father, I thank you because I am here today. And you are set to do a new thing in my life. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth. That is just a warm-up. That is just a warm-up. Open your mouth and pray. He said we should enter his gate with thanksgiving in our heart and his court with praise. So that our joy can overflow. Thank him. Thank him. Thank God for how far he has come with you. Thank God for your present level. Thank God for the future ahead of you. He said there is hope for a tree. Even when it has been cut down. He said that the scent of water shall spring forth. Because God has proposed to make your life to spring forth. Open your mouth and say, Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Even for these, our wonderful children that are at the front here, we thank you for their lives, for the courage you have given unto them, for the boldness. Father, we thank you. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. You are going to say, Father, I cry for mercy. Have mercy on me. Areas where I have offended you. God said, I have the choice of who I have mercy on. I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. Therefore, not of him that will it, nor of him that run it, but of God that showed mercy. God has chosen to show you mercy today. Open your mouth. Blind party muse. When he heard that Jesus was coming in the way, he shouted, Jesus Christ, the son of David, have mercy on me. Tell the Lord to have mercy on you. Tell the Lord to have mercy on you. Parents, let us pray for our children. The ones that are in school. The ones that are around. Father, your carpet of mercy. Do not remove it, O Lord God. Have mercy. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on the children you have given unto me. Have mercy on my grandchildren. Father, have mercy on these youth of the redeemed Christian church of God. Have mercy on all the teenagers of the redeemed Christian church of God, help it at the and destiny sanctuary. Have mercy, Lord. We need your mercy. Are you praying at all? You are laying a foundation for your prayer. You are laying a foundation for your prayer. Cry for mercy so that your joy can overflow. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we are praying. Say, Father, every tree you have not planted in my life, torturing my life negatively, Father, I put them by fire in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. Every tree God has not planted in me. I have a character that I want God to deliver me and it has refused to go. Today, catch fire. An addiction that I've been battling with. Today, catch fire. A behavior or character, or addiction, or something that has been tormenting me, that I cannot share with anyone. Apostle Paul said, those things that I know that are bad, I'm not supposed to do. I see myself doing it. Those things that are good, that I love to do, 
I see myself not doing it. He said, who will save this wretched man of mine? He cried unto God. Ask God. Holy Ghost fire. All fruits. All fruits. All fruits. All fruits. Every tree. That tree can be a friend. That tree can be a relationship. That is holding you bound. That is putting you in bondage. That is not allowing you to move forward. That tree can be a group. That you are signed and all sweet. You want to come out. You want to come out. You are finding it difficult. Cash fire. Settle it in the spiritual. It will manifest in the physical. Settle it in the spiritual. It will manifest in the physical. Every unfriendly friend. Every friend that has proposed in their heart to destroy me. Their lives are destroyed. They are looking for who to destroy. Father, uproot them, uproot them, uproot them, uproot them. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we are prayed. You are going to say, Father, every spiritual veil, every spiritual veil covering my glory. Let me explain myself. In those days in CAC, those spiritual veil, one man can call on your gun arogobogoje, ogun arogobogoje. They are seeing your destiny. They are seeing that you will give your parents joy. They are seeing that you will make them glad. They will not attack the parents; they will attack the children. They will use a spiritual covering to cover the face of those children so that they will never do good in life. That is what ogun arogobogoje, and it's scriptural. Look at the Bible in the book of Matthew. Jesus Christ was born. And the three wise men were looking for the glory, the stars they sought about to worship him. King Herod asked them, where are you going? They said, we see the stars. We see the stars. A king was born in your domain. We have come to worship in my own domain. Ah, I would like to worship that king too. Please go and find the king. When you see that king, come and call me so that I can bow to the same. What's in his heart? He meant to kill Jesus. Do you know how many children were killed because of Jesus? Because Herod could not see Jesus to kill. He started saying they should be killing children from age zero to two. Anybody that give birth age zero to two, they should kill the child. It was God that saved Jesus. So yeah, carry the child. Run away. And when you look at the book of Matthew chapter 2, the same God told Joseph and Mary after killing Herod. He said the king that sought after the child is what? He's dead. You cannot go back to your base. You are going to say, Father, every spiritual veil, cover the glory of my life. Catch fire. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. Spiritual veil, spiritual covering that is covering the glory of the life of my children, that is covering the glory of the life of the children you have given unto me. I command you in the name of Jesus, cash fire, cash fire, cash fire, cash fire. You will not prosper. You will not prosper. Every word spoken in anger against my destiny. The Bible says, who is it that see everything? And it comes to pass. When the mouth of the Lord has not spoken it, every word 
spoken against the destiny of my children. Every word spoken against the destiny of my family. In the name of Jesus, you will not stand. The Bible says when they take cancer together, it shall come to nothing. He said when they speak the word, it will not stand. Because God is for us. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father Lord. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Prayer number five, we are going to seven. We are going to pray. It is impossible for any man to cover the glory of the sun. No man can cover the glory of the moon or the stars. Every hand that is said to cover the glory of God upon my life and that of the children God has given, let them rot sin. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. It's impossible for any man to cover the glory of the sun. The glory of the stars no man can cover. The glory of the moon no man can cover. Any hand that tries to cover the glory of God over the children God has given unto me, over the youth and the teenagers in this church, rotting in the name of Jesus. We command the hand to wither. We command you to wither. We command you to wither. We command you to rotting. Every spiritual eyes monitoring the mirror of the lives of these children. We command blindness unto you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father Lord. Thank you, Father Lord. For in Jesus' name, we are prayed. You are not going to tell the Lord, my Lord and my God, destiny helpers that you have destined for me. Let them locate me. For Mordecai to be blessed, King Ahasuerus could not sleep. For Mordecai to be blessed, God removed sleep from the eyes of Ahasuerus. You are going to begin to tell the Lord, Father, let my destiny help us locate me. My destiny help us. My destiny help us. My destiny help us. My destiny help us. Relationship that we add value to my life. Relationship that we add value to my life. You are trusting God for a husband. You are in a dysfunctional relationship. And you have decided to cut it off today. God will build you a lasting relationship. Your destiny helper will locate you. Somebody of like minds. A child of God. A child of God. Amen. Amen. That prayer number six, we are repeating it and we'll take the last prayer. Yesterday, I watched the video of Banky W and uh, his wife. What a wonderful celebrity to emulate. And what makes the difference in their life is Jesus. You had their testimony recently. Banky W is a minister of God now. Can you see the latest video? You can't even see that the wife has had a child. Can you see the connectivity? Can you see how the two of them dance together? Can you see how they did that video? You even think she, he's doing it with a girl, with a, one of the dancers that are... I couldn't believe the, connect, the connection is great. Banky W found a destiny helper. He told me Adesua found a destiny helper. And that is why today they are working as what? As one. You are still going to cry to God. Whether you are looking for admission, 
whether you want to travel out, whether you want to go into marriage, say, Father, let my destiny ever locate me. Let my destiny ever locate me. Let my destiny ever locate me. If you give it over, wherever, locate me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Finally, it's your personal request. There's a song we sing in CAC. I love singing a lot. I used to be a chorister for many years. Aremuwa, okorekoruru, sofu jesu, sofu jesu, iwole, shekonte ni konkoma. Sofu Jesu Nico, Sofu Jesu, Sofu Jesu, Sofu Jesu, For those who don't understand English, there's not a friend like the lonely. Now begin to talk to him now. What are your personal requests? Cry out to God now. Cry out to God. What are your personal requests? Open your mouth. You need admission into university. Talk to God. You need a good husband. Talk to God. You need a good wife. Talk to God. Something you cannot share with anyone. Talk to God. Jesus knows all about us. Oh, he loves Open your mouth, open your mouth and talk to God. Your joy coming, your joy has come, your joy has come. Afraid we 